can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome back to Baffle. We are glad you are joining us yet again. And we are still in the middle of our series of parent pressure, not peer pressure, but parent pressure. And so what we're going to talk about today is the deja vu of the teenage point of view. So we're going to focus on that. And as always, we have the quote of the day. And you're going to like this one, Sam. It says, to help understand our teens, we must realize that their problems that seems small to us might be the biggest thing in their worlds. Sam, you want to take a guess who wrote that? Um, I don't know. Probably somebody smart, handsome, speaking right now, someone like that. Okay, okay. Cats out of the bag. Uh, <laughs> Sam wrote that one, so we got to give him credit where credit is due. So good job with that, Sam. That was awesome. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right. So again, we're going to be talking about uh, parent pressure. And so uh, as always, we got some questions that we want to tackle in this podcast. And so let's start with this one. Do you remember what is the biggest drama going on in your life when you were a teenager? Sam, do you remember that? Um, well, I, <laughs> we <laughs> joked before we recorded this, I was a rare breed in high school where uh, it not real, there wasn't like drama, drama going on, your typical stereotypical teenage drama. Mm -hmm. Mine was just like, I cannot lose to the sports team. It was like, all we did was sports. It was like, we cannot lose to this high school. It's got to be this. This person here, he needs to play. But like, it was that stuff. That was a drama of like, I will lose my mind if I lose to this school. And because when I see my friends somewhere else, they're going to make fun of me. So that was, I kind of appreciate that. That was my biggest issue back in mm -hmm. high school when it came to drama. Me, I was oblivious of other things. But that was the biggest thing. It was like, we better win these sports games. And we did. we did pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, when you were playing sports, you get you get emotionally invested. And so, yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, gosh, um, you know, I know in the in the past we talked about me being bullied and I think that played a role with a lot of drama uh just dealing with people um what you know, with uh them bullying me, but also worried about what people thought of me, you know, just trying to fit in. And, you know, being an awkward teenager, but trying to fit into everything and worry about what people think. And, um, you know, it's just constant, um, just feeling those feelings and, and just being a, you know, a, what they say, a round, round peg in a square hole or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just didn't fit in. And I just remember uh, constantly just trying to get people's approval, trying, trying to be a class clown, but I wasn't funny. And, uh, you know, just people... Uh, saying things about me and taking it real personally, not having that thick skin. And so, yeah, that created a lot of drama in my life. So uh, that's it. And then, of course, I, I think always, you know, wanting to, to have a girlfriend and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, that never happening, you know, being kind of rejected by the female race. But uh, that that was always a struggle. You wanted this girl to like you and they just didn't. So, again, lots female of... Female race. The female race, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Lots, lots of drama. So, <laughs> so uh, Jason, you're the one with, uh, well, I guess the female finally took you in. You're finally. the one with the wife and kids. Uh, <laughs> so, do your children who are all both teens, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, both teens. Do they have any dramatic situations that you look at just being like so silly or meaningless? Like, are you seriously caring about that right now? Because like when you're mm -hmm. older, it doesn't matter. But your kids running stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and kind of going back to the the whole girlfriend thing. Uh, you know, my my son, he's got a girlfriend, and so Ooh. so yeah, there's yeah, it's um, 
bittersweet for sure. But, um, you know, as I look at their relationship and the things that the, the drama that they, you know, have with, uh, oh, you know, did, did you snap that person? And, you know, you know, talking talk about Snapchat, of course, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, just having that, you know, worried about, um, you know, when they're not feeling this way and having to rush to the rescue and, you know, just things that are like really. And but as I think back, you know, sometimes I dealt with stuff of that. And and of course, when you grow up and you get older and then you eventually get married, you know, I'll tell you, getting married, you know, you, you, you kind of like have that sigh of relief. It's like, man, I don't have to deal with that drama anymore of trying to find somebody, trying to build a relationship, trying to keep them happy. I mean, you still have to do that. But, you know, it just <laughs> it seems like. But, wow. man, a lot of editing here today. No, um, but, but you know, so, I, I, again, you know, I think sometimes when we look at our, our teens and the things that that just, their, their whole world is just falling apart if, if this doesn't happen. And, yeah, it's very easy to just be like, you know, uh, get over it. You know, you know, it's not a big deal. But it, to them, it is a big deal. That's what the quote was saying. It is a big deal. So somehow, some way, we have to show sympathy or even empathy when it comes to what they're going through and try to talk it out with them. Yeah, because especially, I mean, dealing with kids and you just sit there, like a lot of relationship things and just other drama. You're just like, and I'll tell them too, it's like, I know right now it's hard to get over. But in three to four years, when you're not in high school anymore, mm -hmm. and you're kind of just like working full time with other responsibilities, you're gonna look back at either other kids going through it or your own life and go like, "Wow, that was pretty like I want to call it like dumb, but like I feel I I feel embarrassed that I used to feel that way." Mm -hmm. And so like it's good to give them that point of view, but again, it could be the biggest thing in the world, and we're sitting here like, yeah. You don't realize it yet because you're in that bubble. The second you leave that bubble is when you go like, ooh, that was a bad bubble to be in. Mm -hmm. And so that's uh, that's always when there. It's like it may, mean, it may seem meaningless, but they're in it. And so to them, it's not meaningless. And so that's, uh, again, that's why, even for the next question, what we're talking about, the, the deja vu of the teenage point of view. If you like rhymes, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, is that even a rhyme? That wouldn't be a rhyme. No, right? It's more know. like it's just a flowed, so yeah, you... I'm very illiterate, if you can tell. Uh, Pat yourself in the back. Yeah. So, Jason, how can you relate? How can we relate to our teens with problems that we might not understand? Yeah. So, I, I think, I think we really need to hit the pause button on this and just really think about and reflect because, because again, you know, we've been. I know for me, I've been an adult for a very long time, and it's really hard to go back in time to, you know, dealing with they're dealing with, feeling what they're feeling. Um, but, but it, it is doable, and so. Uh, and even though the world may be different now, you know, we have social media, we have, um, you know, different things. It, they're still the same issues. It's still mm -hmm. the same problems. So, you know, one thing I know we covered in the past is, I know what I do with my, my teens, is having those relatable stories. So once you can think of something relatable, whether it's with dating, whether it's with uh, friends, drama, you know, or, or whatever it is, bring that story into the conversation, and like, hey, son, daughter, I know what you're going through. I, I've been there. And then tell that story. And then, of course, whether it was a success story, it's like, you know, this happened and I made this choice and, and I'm glad I did. Or if you have those uh, stories where there's some regret, say, listen, I wish I can go back in time and fix it, but I can't. But I can learn from it and I can now help you um, to, to navigate through it uh, the proper way. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a pause and reflect deal. Mm -hmm. So, is it weird that I had share pop in my head right when you said turn back time? 
Uh, no, I, I don't. If it's you, Sam, I don't. Time. Sam, if it's you, I don't. I don't worry <laughs> about that. But <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So so yeah, we have to um, mentally. Um, not react. Oh, get over yourself. Rub dirt on it. You know, suck it up and deal. You know, suck it up, Buttercup. You know, we got we got to remove that from our vocab because what they're feeling is real. Mm-hmm. What they're dealing with yep. is real. It is their, like you said, their point of view, their worldview, and they're looking at through that lens. And you know, one day they're gonna grow up and look back and say, "Man, that was silly. That was ridiculous." But right now, they're not. They're they're right in the middle of it and they're navigating through because we're getting our teens. Uh, as they're growing into teens into adults. And so there's a lot of hormones. There's a lot of independence that wants to happen. Uh, but we, we got to help them. We got to walk alongside them. We have to help them learn to discern and to, to navigate through in, in a positive, but also a, a very um, intelligent way. So, Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, this isn't a 45-year-old person who's lived life for 45 years. This is a teenager this is somebody who is developing into what they're going to be like when they're 45 now. And so the reason why we say it a deja vu, the teenage point of view, is you felt this way before. You looked at your parents most likely and said, you don't know how I feel right now. You can't relate. And so just think about that now. They're feeling the same way. Jason mentioned that. Mm-hmm. It's like you, they, it may be different issues than you struggled with. Right. But guess what? Your child, like your teen or the kids you work with are not you, even though they may have came from you or you're raising that person, mm-hmm. it's still not you. So they're going to have different struggles and the exact struggles you went through. There's different pressures, different things, and maybe the same issues, but it's definitely dressed in a different way. And so we have to remember, like, the, oh, yeah, I remember how I felt as a teenager when my parents looked at me when I had this problem or, and, like, doing all that. It's the same thing again. Now you're just dealing with the teenagers as well. You're the other side. So it's a different point of view. So we have to understand them. We have to think of their point of view. We may not ever get what they're going through. Like, okay, I wouldn't do that as a kid. But it's still, they're struggling with it as a teenager. They're going through it or they're trying to figure it out. So it's extremely important that way. And, you know, something I thought about too is, you know, you work with with students at your church. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a youth pastor for 15 years as well. And, you know, just the way we would interact and act with them and help them navigate through their problems and, of course, uh, you know, uh, mentor them or whatever, we have to bring that into our homes. And, and, and that's really difficult to do sometimes or we, to remember that because they're our own and, you know, we see them for, you know, uh, you know we see that the, every side of them where, you know, when we're working with students, uh, you know, we only maybe see uh, a few things. So sometimes we got to remember, oh, you know, we are there to coach them along and mentor them just like if we were working with teenagers in a in a group setting, whether it's a summer camp, whether it's a you know a, a youth group, whatever that is. So same way, so we got to be on the same wavelength with, with uh, you know discipling and, and coaching and mentoring. So yeah, all right. Well, I think uh, I think we you know we did good. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Don't forget to um, look us up on uh, social media, but also uh, to visit our website m2l.org. Give us a, a like, a review, and, and subscribe to our channel, please. All right. So until next time, we'll see you then. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us. 